minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. And I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we go going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
word, Lord. Prepare our hearts to receive and prepare us to go out into the fields and do and share the fruit so that someone may see our good works and glorify you, Lord, who are in heaven, Lord. We thank you for that this morning, Lord. Continue to touch each and every home in here, Lord. Continue to encourage those who may be struggling, Lord. Lord, continue to touch, heal, and deliver, Lord. And most of all, touch hearts that aren't saved, Lord, so they may ask, what must I do to be saved? These and all other blessings we ask in the precious name, the one name that is above all other names. That's the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. How many of you know that he's our strength like no other? Amen. You are my strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
hallelujah. Truly, truly my strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When everything else fails, Lord, you are my strength. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
this is the first day of the week. And we come boldly to the throne of grace on the total merit of Jesus Christ. None of us are worthy to come to grace. Grace comes to us. We're thankful because he watched over our families last night. We're thankful because he woke us up early this morning. We are thankful because I'm clothed in my right mind. I'm not here to be seen. I'm not here to be heard. I'm here to lift up the name that is above every name. Can I get a witness? Jesus is Lord. To the glory of God. The Lord is good. We praise his name. We praise his name. We praise that beautiful name that causes angels to bow. We praise that awesome name that causes the living creatures to shout. We praise that high and holy name that makes all heaven say holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. We praise his name. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Let everything that has breath praise, lift up, acknowledge, shout the name of Jesus Christ. For he is worthy. Now, according to the Bible, I've already preached because his name is prophecy. His name is power. Do I have a witness? The mighty, matchless, miraculous, exalted name of Jesus. You may be seated. We're going to have scripture and prayer. Church, amen. Our scripture today is found in Acts chapter 20. Verses 21 through 32. That is Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 20, 
verse 21 through 32. If you have it, say amen. Verse 21, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me, but none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that ye all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take you to record that this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure shall grievous wolves come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore, watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the living of his word. Let us pray. To the God, creator of heaven and earth, to our Savior who died for our sins, to the Holy Spirit who takes up residence inside of our bodies. We thank you, Lord, this day for the angel of this house who breaks open the bread of life into our hearts. We thank you, Lord, and ask your continued blessings and hedge of protection around him and his family. But now, Lord, we have come here to worship you. We have come here to hear a word from you. And we thank you, Lord, giving us attentive ears and receiving hearts. We thank you, Lord, for all those who have come to give praise unto your name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because you're able to see us through. We thank you, Lord, because you're able to lift us up when we're down. We thank you, Lord, because you keep us in the midst of storms. We thank you, Lord, this day, in the name of Jesus, for all that is said and done. We glorify you. We magnify you. In the name of Jesus today, we do say amen. 
God bless. mic's not on. I'm going to serve the Lord. Can I get a witness? Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that's within me. Listen to me. If you're going to live this life, you got to have a maid of mine. Can I get a witness? You, you can't be flimsy going back and forth and Living by your feelings. You got to live by faith. Can I get a witness? You got to have a made up mind. 
If mama don't go, I'm gone. Papa don't go, I'm gone. It's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? And um, we thank the Lord this morning from whom all blessings flow. Truly God is an awesome, awesome, awesome God. Now, I have called for, listen carefully, a sacrificial special offering September 18th, and I'm asking everyone to give me $250 or more. We will close 16 months. We're trying to get back to normalcy. There's a lot going on. And the minute that I initiated this sacrificial offering, a lady gave me $5,000 towards it. Amen. So we want to thank the Lord. September 18th, $250 a person asking you to come and, and sacrificially give to the Lord. And uh, we thank the Lord uh, from whom all blessings flow. And uh, truly God is an awesome, awesome God. And I will start the offering off with more than $250. And we'll talk about that later. Um, let me let me tell you why I'm I'm old school, as you know. Uh, if you're not going to lead, don't be a leader. All right, all right. You got to be an example. Can I get a witness? Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't got to say amen. You got to you you got to be an example. If I'm not here on time, you don't need to be here on time. If I don't tithe, you don't need to tithe. If I'm not still in my marriage, you don't need to still be in your marriage. Can I get a witness? Uh, there, there is an accountability of the Holy Ghost where much is given. Listen to pastor. Much is required. I got one amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. And his wife ain't even here. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about that too. But God is good. And he's good all the time. And all the time God is good. Praise God. And uh, so September 18th, amen, you got at least four or five months to get it together, and we're going to come in here and celebrate our sacrificial offering to the Lord. Truly, God is an awesome God. Now, you know I don't typically ask for money. I'm one of those few pastors that don't beat you over the head for money. Isn't that right? Tell the truth and shame the devil. Tell the truth and shame the devil. I don't have envelopes out every week. I, you know, I don't do none of that. I, I uh, do this thing simplistically so that the, the people of God, amen, may worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen? Praise God in truth. And, and you can go, go back and read Leviticus uh, 25, the year of Jubilee, uh, 7 times 749 on the 50th year. They were to bring an offering. And they, all prisoners were free, all debts were free, uh, me, me, forgiven, remember that? And uh, then there is the offering in Leviticus, amen, a, another offering in Leviticus, you got to read that, in which God told every tribe to bring something for the uh, stabilization of Israel. So we are thankful to that as well. Now... Our, one of our ministers, Reverend Gary Tunstall, you know, I love him. His mother went home, beautiful Lord. Uh, Charlotte, 
she was my girl. We, we used to cut up and act crazy. She has graduated to glory. Yeah. Amen. And uh, we thank the Lord um, for that. And um, um, the home going will be Tuesday, and he will do the eulogy, and Reverend uh, Llewellyn will officiate him and uh, Reverend uh, Jackson, and uh, so we thank the Lord. She was a beautiful lady. I loved her a lot, and uh, we're going to miss her, but I'll see her again. Amen. I'll see you again. I'll see you again. Now, let me, let me, this is part, this is in my sermon, but I'm going to throw it out to you. We have to expect difficulties. In this world, you're going to have tribulations. Didn't he say that? We have to expect difficulties. We have to expect detours. God is not always going to meet you where you want him to meet you. We have to expect discouragements. There are times we're going to get low. And we got to expect death. It's coming. But then we will experience deliverance because to be absent from the body is to be present with the law. And you have relatives on the other side who are in a glorified state worshiping Jesus and when they see you come into the kingdom, they're going to thank God for you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So we thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow. And, and I don't want St. Matthew's on this addiction of just coming to church hearing about deliverance and prosperity. Life is much deeper than that. Can I get a witness? You got to go through something, Doc. If you saved, listen, the reason the unsaved ain't going through something because they're going to hell. You, you got to, when you look at all them politicians in Washington, when you look at all the wickedness of this world, and this world is wicked. When you look at all the wickedness of this world, listen, ain't nobody getting away with nothing. You may think they're getting away. They ain't getting away. Can I get a witness? Understand this, that because we are saved, Satan is all over us. But greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. So we, we thank the Lord again from whom all blessings flow. And uh, God is just so good and good all the time. And all the time God is good. Amen. And, and we're going to make it. We're going to keep moving and keep praying for our loved ones. Keep praying for this world. Keep praying for our church. We have the victory. God didn't lie to you. We have the victory. Listen, just when it looks like the ship is about to sink, Jesus shows up. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. No weapon that's formed against you 
shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit, I wish I had a witness up here, of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'll prepare a table before you right in the presence of your enemies and I'll make your cup run over with joy surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and when it's over I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise his name. Just wanted to encourage you. There's a war going on. Stop all these pity parties. Suck it up. Suck it up, man. Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. Put your backpack on your back. Grab your rifle. Suck it up. got a God to glorify. All of us are going through something. Can I get a witness? And the reason I keep going is because my Jesus has been so good. And he's God. He's God. Good. He's good. Bless his name. Bless his name. Mm. 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 I need a word from the Lord. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Again, I say wait. The Lord is in total control. Any in control? He's in control. Thank you, Jesus. And let me close on this note. All them pity parties you're getting into, your feelings feel hurt, and you feel like nobody cares. Satan has deceived you, and you can't really see what's going on. Because you're too busy feeling sorry for yourself. I've had a lot of pity parties. The only party, you put up great paper and balloons, but you don't invite nobody. You don't want nobody coming to your party blowing it. They might start quoting scripture. Why is your head down when the Lord woke you up this morning? Why, 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 why are you murmuring when God has blessed your children and grandchildren? Why, why you feel like giving up when every time you get in trouble, he shows up? Why? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise, 
His praise. His praise. His praise. His praise. Shall continually be in my mouth. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Church is not a building. Church is a body. Where two or three are gathered together in my name. I'm right there in the midst. Can I get a witness? Praise his name. Now, uh, we are again thankful for all of you. We love you. We thank God for you. Truly, God is an awesome, 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 awesome God. And, uh, you know, my sixes lost last night. But the Lord blessed me because Brooklyn lost. I was just so glad. You know, misery loves company. You know, yeah, yeah. I just thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow. I'm tired of hearing about Durant. I'm tired of hearing about all that. Yeah, the Lord is good. Let me move on. But uh, God is good. Okay, now it's uh, offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God giving no matter you try. Now listen, this sacrificial offering, you can turn in at any time. We're going to have purple envelopes, lavender envelopes next week. They'll be in the back of the pew. You can turn it in at any time, $250 a person for September 18th. And God is a mighty, mighty, mighty good God. Amen? And uh, spirituality is how Christians handle their money. Yeah, and uh, God loves a cheerful giver. The more you give God, the more he gives you. Amen? Amen. He don't just give you back money. He gives you peace. He gives you providence. He gives you power. Can I get a witness? Yeah, he gives you healing. He helps your kids when they're in trouble. You don't even know when they're in trouble. But he'll swoop by. Won't he swoop by your kids? And help them out. So as the ushers and deacons come at this time for our offering, amen, we're going to ask our great choir to sing. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Praise his name.
God is great and greatly to be praised. Let's stand for off toy. All things come unto you, Lord. Televising at night our Hidden Hurts of the Believer series. You want to tune in. Years ago, it was a powerful, one of the most powerful series I've ever done. Hidden Hurts of the Believer, 8 o'clock Sunday night. Comcast. God bless your choir.
give you honor. Cause you deserve it, Lord. You deserve it, Lord. Forever. Because I am free. thank you, we praise you, we exalt you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We come this morning, we bow prostrate before his presence, confessing that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. And Lord God, even at our best, we are faithless, but thou art faithful. Thank you for your Lordship. Now speak to our hearts and minds and souls. Bind the enemy in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. Bless the Lord. I want to thank our choir for the ministry of music. We want to thank all of you for being here on this Lord's Day. This morning I'll be in 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1. Moving or maintaining. Moving or maintaining. Many of our movements, whether they be physical, mental, psychological, or emotional, are nothing more than mental medicine to help calm our confusion. We actually think by moving, something's going to change. And the sad part is that uh, 
the more we move, sometimes the worse things become. That um, we move to affect the mundane. We we move to offset and oppose the multiple difficulties we experience. We move to help our feelings to become fastened movement. My dear partner in Christ and fellow elder, Claude Jones used to say, don't never let them see you sweat. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And child of God, Satan's strategies are to deceive, discourage, defeat, and make you depart from the place God would have you to be. He's got a, he's got a whole strategy. One of the reasons I work overtime on Sunday, I, I, don't, I don't need you applauding me. I don't need no applause. I don't, I, I don't need it. I don't have a desire for that. I need you to hear truth. That's what I need you to hear, truth. Late at night when you're all alone and that devil's working your mind, you have discernment of where this mess is coming from. Do I have a witness? And and the whole the whole thing is that uh, uh, Satan wants to move us. He moved David to count to number Israel, and God was grieved, and God killed thousands of people because of David's sin. He moved Abraham to go down into Egypt when there was a famine out of fear. And God had to shake up Pharaoh's house. He moved Adam and Eve to, to eat from the one tree God told them not to eat from. He's always strategizing to move you from the place where God would have you to be. I'm preaching that. I'm preaching, I'm preaching. That is, we, we see these movements. And, 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 and in Acts 20, which was read to you, Paul is dealing with the church of Ephesus. And when Paul was at Ephesus, listen to this, there were New Testament prophets and prophetesses who went up to Paul and said, don't go back to Jerusalem. They will string you up because he had a heart for the Jew. And uh, 
These were prophetess and prophets in the New Testament telling Paul, don't go, Paul, don't go. And Paul said, bonds and afflictions await me, but none of these things move me. Lord, have mercy. Military, they used to tell us, suck it up, soldier. Suck it up. Well, I'm struggling in my marriage, suck it up. Well, my kids ain't, suck it up. Well, the church, suck it up. Keep, keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. And, 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 and you got to be careful with movements because every time you make a move, it's a chess game. <laughs> Satan is making a move. And you cannot encounter, you cannot calculate, you cannot understand what your movements may be doing to your children, to other, other Christians, to your testimony. Y'all ain't got to say amen. I'm I, I going to say, I'm going to say amen. I'll be lying, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I love pastors, I love preachers. Some of them are liars. I can't deal with them. I'll be lying if I got up here and told you that in 35 years of passing, I never had a desire to take a drink. Well, preachers shouldn't say that. I'm going to say it. That that ain't the only thing I desire. I got this flesh nature. I ain't got to watch out. I got this flesh nature. And what I have realized it wasn't me keeping myself. It was God keeping me. Lord have mercy. Through it all. Through it all. You know. Preachers want to hoop because they want you to pat them on the back. Singers want to sing good so you can say you got a great voice. Ushers want to usher good so you can, somebody can call you nice. No, that ain't why we do ministry. We do ministry for Jesus. And whatever you see that's complimentary is him. You, you and I have nothing to do with nothing. It's all by grace. It's love we don't deserve. Lord Jesus. Um, hmm. We move from the routine. What is the routine? Well, that's when the, the bells and the whistles stop. And now you just got to live life as it is. And you keep, keep living. The bells and whistles will stop. You say, oh, I, I got married last week. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm in love. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I, that'll stop. Just, 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 just keep, keep, keep waiting. Keep waiting. The bells and whistles will stop. How many of y'all know the bells and whistles will stop? Oh, they're going to stop. Can I get a witness? That sweetie pie you married and you love, you do anything for, amen. Late at night, you're going to see that mouth open snoring, (laughs) blowing Z's, sometimes with no teeth in their mouth. Keep on living. 
See, some of us want to live for the bells and the whistles, but that's not commitment. Commitment is living for the ups and the downs. And if we're not into the routine, then we move because of the reflective. The good old days of yesteryear. I, I, I like to relive what I, I, I had fun. I had a good time. Well, that ain't commitment. You can't go back. Can I get a witness? Or, or you're trying to live for the renewal. I, I need something new. No. You got to put your hand to that plow. And you got to work. Do I have a witness? Everything's not going to meet your fancy. You know what that is? That's a child. That's an immature person. They want to feel good about everything. They want ice cream to lick. They, 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 they don't want no boundaries. They, they, they want everything to fancy them. That is not a mature Christian. Things are going to happen. You're going to feel defeated, discouraged, hmm. deceived, and death will come. And you got to expect it. You got you to accept it. Lord, thank you. Can I get a witness? Here's John the Apostle. John, the brother of James, who was killed and martyred in Acts chapter 12. James and John were brothers, sons of Zebedee. And they first heard Jesus. They, they first met Jesus when they was listening to John the Baptist preach. In John 1, around 31, they was listening to John the Baptist they were really disciples of John the Baptist, and they joined Jesus, and they followed him. They left their fishing business, and they became part of the inner circle along with Peter, three disciples, and Jesus loved John. John, John the beloved, John and James were sons of Zebedee, but they were sons of thunder because they had temperaments. They, had temp they were temperamental. And to show you the transformation power of the Holy Spirit, he turned John, a temperamental man who wanted to call down fire and burn up the Pharisees and Sadducees, into the apostle of love. Right. James and John were at Mount Transfiguration, Matthew 17, and they saw Jesus in all his glory, along with Moses and Elijah and Big Mouth Peter, who always had something to say. John. And John outlived all the other disciples because in his 90s he was banished on the Isle of Patmos to die. And God caught him up to the third heaven. He wrote the book of the Revelation. He saw glory. Lord have mercy. John. John was living around Ephesus and uh, it was John who was at the cross with Mary. All the other disciples had skipped out. And when Jesus said, behold, our son, son, behold, our mother, he was talking to John. John 
was somebody disciple. And John wrote St. John, which is, listen to pastor, how to get into the family of God by believing that Jesus is the Christ, son of God, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose again. He, he, he wrote St. John, how to get in the family. And then he wrote for first, second, and third John. First John is now that I'm in the family. How does my daddy want me to live? It's an epistle. Thank you. <laughs> At least that's better than the phone. And, and, and so John, John begins this excruciating exegesis of this epistle. And, 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 and John homes in not on the relationship with God, which is St. John, but the fellowship with God. Too many people mix up relationship and fellowship. Too many, too many people confuse works and grace. And, and it's here that John, John, a man who is narrating this parody, this, 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 this epistle, John deals with first the majesty, and that is John helps us to see the genuine, unmovable truth of faith, which is centered in Jesus Christ. Now, 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 let me stop, pause, and part. I, I, you know, whatever you do, never let Satan separate you from Jesus. From Jesus, from Jesus, from Jesus. That is, there was a doctrinal error in the first century called Gnosticism. And Gnosticism said that all matter, anything you touch, all matter is evil. And John was writing 1 John chapter 1 to... Amen, to attack this doctrinal error. Because once you say that all matter is evil, then you're attacking, listen to this, the incarnation in flesh of Jesus Christ and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Which means you're going to hell. So John comes along and says, let me, let, me, let me give you the majesty of who we're talking about. That, he said, we have seen him, heard him, handled him, and we were with him. Why? Because the in flesh, the incarnation, was God taking on flesh. Hanging there with Pastor now. And God taking on flesh, Jesus had quotes in the Old Testament Psalms, prepare me a body. Now, 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 now this, this in flesh, this incarnation is nothing more than a miracle because how can you take uh, someone who is everywhere at the same time and compress him into a seed and put him in a virgin's womb 
while he's still controlling with the telepathic messages of his mind the whole universe. Because by him, all things consist. People say, well, well I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about this virgin birth. I don't know about this immaculate. Well, wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me be clear. The Holy Ghost was the one that took the seed who's everywhere at the same time and put it in Mary's womb. And it was the Holy Ghost that made sure that Mary's flesh wouldn't come in contact with the seed. Lord, have mercy. Mm. Somebody, somebody said, and he was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata in a stable, and he burst into time. The incarnation in flesh. Hmm. Well, why did God send his son in the flesh? I'm glad you asked. For God so loved the world, that the world of humanity, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm. See, see, I, I am very particular about the word of God. And my theology is impeccable by the grace of God. You ain't getting truth here nowhere else. You, the truth you get here it's filet mignon. It's systematic theology. Praise the name of Jesus. And the reason that you can't shout every time that I quote systematic theology is because there's sin in your life. That's unconfessed. And when, you, and when you're sitting on sin, you can't say, sad? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. And I'm not winding my voice up every time I preach. I'm getting older. So the fact of the matter is the incarnation was the devil's attempt to move believers out of place. If Jesus is not the Christ, we're most miserable. All of us are going to hell. Hmm. John the Baptist got locked up. They was getting ready to chop his head off. And John the Baptist told the disciples, go to Jesus and ask him, are thou the one? Or should we look for another? Poor John the Baptist was out of his mind. And Jesus said, tell him the miracles I've done. Tell him the eyes I've opened. Tell him the bodies that I've healed. And then Jesus said, there's none greater than John the Baptist. Born of men. The incarnation in flesh. But then secondly, the crucifixion. God sent Jesus to die. To die for the elect. Now some of y'all going to start uh, having problems now. He didn't die for the whole world. No, he died for the elect. Yeah, those that God had already elected 
Matthew 121, for he's dying for his people. And if you saved, it's because you elected. And if you weren't about being elected, you probably all are elected. My eyes could not open until I was elected. My heart could not be softened unless I was elected. I couldn't live right unless I was elected. I can't memorize scripture unless I was elected. I can't be faithful unless I was elected. I keep coming to church because I'm elected. I'm born again. Blood washed, blood bought. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. Born twice, but I'm only going to die once. Do I have a witness up in this house? John, John deals with the genuineness of faith in the person of Jesus Christ as he goes against this deadly doctrine of Gnosticism that Jesus was no more than an emanation of an angel. And you hear some crazy stuff. And I, you know, we used to teach on cults. Now, I, I need to get back to that. I'm not interested in people or I'm not interested in offending people. I'll offend you. If Jehovah Witnesses don't believe that Jesus is deity, they're going to hell. They can read all the green and blue books they want. If Muslims don't believe, they're going to hell. Hindu, Buddha don't believe, they're going to hell. All you got to ask somebody when you get into a debate, who is Jesus Christ? And if they don't say God, they're going to hell. Period. Period. You know, in the name of Jesus. He deals with the incarnation. He deals with the crucifixion. And he says, no, he is the genuine centerpiece of our faith. Now, now, um, now we, many of us were raised to believe in Jesus. Even though we weren't saved, we were raised to believe in Jesus. And when we got in trouble, we called on him. so bad that I was overseas. I'm not proud of this. And I, I was like 19, 20 years old overseas gambling. And every time I shot the die, come on, Jesus, help me out. <laughs> Just as ignorant as the days long. You know, God's been good to us. Do you know God has blinked at our sin so he wouldn't kill us. Lord, have mercy. Blink. That's why the old folks say, if it had not been for the Lord, who was on our side, where it would be. But secondly, 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 we deal with his mercy. And in the context of 1 John 1, John 
does something else. He talks about the, listen, he talks about the growth of transformation and fortitude. So now, John gives us these tests. The tests of authenticity of God is Jesus. He meets all the tests. And, 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 and then the tests of our growing fortitude is that if we walk in the light. No, no, no. Let me stop Paul's and Park because God gives you discernment between darkness and light. Yeah, yeah. He'll give it to you. We, we don't always want to accept it. We give it to you. See, one of my concerns as your pastor is that what's going on in the world today is that the world is becoming one. One mind, one influence, this oneness, you know, uh, when I was growing up and we would watch John Vicendo on the news, I ain't never hear about the whole world. I heard about the immediate area. Now you get on Facebook, you get on your social media, you, you, you know what's happening in every area of the world. Everybody is being influenced by Satan to believe the same thing. Can I get a witness? And you know what that is? We don't need God. Humanism is man deifying himself. Can I get a witness? I can change on my own. I can, I can do this on my own. I, a child of God, then there's the occult. There's, there's the occultism of, of, of tampering with things that you don't know anything about. Can I get a witness? Uh, hanging there with me. Walking in the light, uh, discerning light from darkness. Amen. Not only walking in the light, but living in the light. Amen. Believing in the light. Hallelujah. John starts identifying things that happen as we grow in grace by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we l live, forgive, love. Amen. As, as we walk according to the uh, vocation wherewith we've been called. And, and, and so, 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 so John starts dealing with, it's all in the first chapter. He says, if a man say that he has no sin, he deceives himself. He called God a liar. We all sinners. Now, let me stop pausing. I know some of y'all don't like that title. So just come next Sunday with a big S on your chest. And it doesn't mean Superman. We are sinners saved by grace. We're sinners. One eight. If any man says he has no sin, he he deceives himself. He called God a liar. Verse nine. If we confess, say the same thing God says, our sins, He is faithful. Now, now let me stop. Pause and part. Confession don't mean you on your way to sin, and then when you get in the sin, Lord forgive me. That ain't confession. What's preceded with confession is repentance. Changing of your mind. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to think like this anymore. I don't want to talk like this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. 
Some of us are so busy watching somebody else, we don't even see our own stuff. But for the grace of God, there goes I. Drugs, guns, anger, but for the grace of God. Don't you ever think you're above that. You and I are not above that. He deals with that first chapter. He deals with sins. He deals with the matter of amen, not only recognizing the darkness from the light, and he gives us these tests, and I'm going to deal with the tests. He also brings to our attention not only that we are sinners, but we escape by grace. Fellowship is walking with God. And you can't walk with God if you keep moving away to yourself. Either God is leading you or you leading yourself. Somebody need to preach it. You can't have it both ways. And, and it, gets, it gets hard, saints. It gets hard. Trying, trying to live a life pleasing to God. It gets very, very difficult. And in this, in this first chapter, and I want to hurry along, that Paul talks about walking in the light of his word I mean, John, and, 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 and talks about recognition of my sins, talk about a repentance of my sins, confession of my sins, keeping God's commandments, amen, and his commandments are not grievous. Whatever God's asked you to do is not beyond you. You're able to do it. Can I get a witness? And, and, and he talks about keeping oneself unspotted from the world. And you got Christians that are just as carnal as all get out. They doing everything them folk in the world doing. Doesn't mean they're not saved. It means they won't be here long. Because you're desecrating his name. Lord have mercy. Fact of the matter is, is that John is an either or or person. Either you're in darkness or you're in light. Either you're loving or you're hating. Uh-oh. Yeah. Either you're walking or you're falling. Can I get a witness? Yeah, you, you, you just can't have it both ways. And, and so, so he's dealing with this transformative life and, 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 and let me say this, because I want to be clear. It took years for me to come to some truth. took years to allow that word of God, the spirit of God, to function in my life in a way where my life started getting stabilization. I don't come to church because you come to church. And, and, and folk that knew me across the street knew, if I came to church and there was 10 people there, I preached just like it was 3,000. Can I get a witness? I didn't need no crowd. I didn't need no choir. Had Brother Turk and all them across the street. I didn't need them. 
They were good. I didn't need no deacon board in black suits up front. I, I didn't need no preacher saying, they, no, no, no. I was committed to the Lord. And that, don't, that, that didn't just go for church. It went when I went to the bank. It went when I went home to my kids. Yeah, it went when it came to tithing. And, and it came to doing what I needed to do as a pastor. See, 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 listen, listen, listen. Here, here's the thing. Distinction is deep. Folk want the position, but they don't want the responsibility. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he make a good pastor. Yeah, well, you keep thinking that. God, God's got his hand on this thing. Can I get a witness? Because you're striving for the wrong reasons. You're looking at position and pride and people lifting you up and not looking at this thing as ministerial work. Uh, do I have a witness? You got to work. Can I get a witness? You, you got to hang in there. You got to be steadfast and unmovable. Can I get a witness? Come on now. You can, come on. You, you can get this this morning. You can't be moving hither, thither, and everywhere. Even when you feel like moving. I want to move out. I want to move in. I want to move back. I want to move forward. No, no. God says, be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. You can't always move away from the things that bother you. Because the things that bother you will follow you wherever you move. And guess what's going to follow you? You. You full of hell. You full of self-pity. Amen. You full of discouragement. And you think it's the other person. And it could be. But there's no internal measuring hell Gaga counter in us. We full of it. We full of it. We full of it. And 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 your little cell phone keeps lying to you. You know, you know, your little Facebook keep lying to you. You you know, I listen. I don't mean no harm. I, I, it's nothing wrong. You get good stuff on on social media, but everything about social media was against how I was raised. My mother said, "Don't be telling people my business." Remember that? Folk on Facebook, hi. This is what happened in this episode of my life. Who the heck wants to hear that? <laughs> Lord have mercy. And 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 so the whole thing is the whole world is crying out for attention, crying out, amen, for relief from the routine, crying out for change, and I need to move. I need to move. John is, is connected 
to this satanic strategy to move the believer. And as you said here this morning, Satan wants to move you. He's very strategic of how he's going to move you. You get fed up, throw the towel in, you want out, you want to wash your hands with something. Satan says, okay, I got, you know, I got your back. And typically, when people move for the wrong reasons, they move right from the fire, from the frying pan into the fire. Every time. Well, if I could do it all over again, well, God bless you. You can't do it all over again. Can I get a witness? You, you, you've got to gird up the loins of your mind. You've got to make the best of the best with the best. You've got, you, you got to walk this walk, and you've got to, listen, you've got to use the wisdom of God to wait on him. Can I get a witness? God says, I've already given you the victory. Already. And, 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 and so John, John, John deals with that. And then John deals not only with the majesty and the mercy, but he deals, hallelujah, with the mission. And that's the guidance of the freedom of fellowship. Goes into chapter two. And here's what he's dealing with. The freedom of my fellowship is based on me walking with Jesus. Once I start walking with Jesus, I'm free. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. He deals with three A's in this uh, section. He deals with abiding. That means continuing. I'm continuing in Christ. For my freedom. I'm not leaving. I'm not moving away. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not on the move. Lord have mercy. He deals with a body. He deals with the anointing of the Holy Spirit giving me the wherewithal to stay put. I've been in this church 35 years. Do you know other churches came to me? No, no. I, I just need to truthfully tell you this. To me, this is a calling. It's a calling. And when you're in a calling, you don't skip town every time things get tough. Do I have a witness out there? Your marriage is a calling. Well, I'm on my way out. You, you can't move every time your feelings are affected. Lord have mercy. You'll be moving all over the, the world. Well, this one didn't kiss right. This one couldn't cook. This one always run her mouth. This one was too demanding. This one was too controlling. Well, what about you? Oh, I'm going to preach that. My job is to preach the hell out of you. And we full of hell. I'm looking for that perfect scenario. I'm looking for that perfect mate. I'm looking for that perfect house. I'm looking for that perfect 
perfect, perfect, but you imperfect. I told you, if you find a perfect church, don't join it, you'll mess it up. That, that is, he deals with the anointing. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that frees us in our fellowship. I'm free. Ain't no preacher, ain't no bishop, ain't, come on now, ain't no other person gonna put me back in the bondage. I'm free. I'm washed in the blood. I'm free. I walk as a free man. Even when I mess up, I'm still free. When I fall short, I'm free. When I want to throw the towel in, I'm free. I'm free. The abiding, the anointing, but then the advocacy of Christ. If we sin, then we have an advocate with the Father and his name is Jesus Christ. He covers us. He corrects us. He counsels us. He cleanses us. We got an advocate. We got a go-between. I got a lawyer uh, on the inside. Uh, do I have a witness? Yeah, I, I, I'll never forget the illustration given to me years and years and years and years ago that I was in a courtroom and the prosecutor was Satan. He was the most notorious prosecutor. He never lost a case. And when I was standing down there in front of God, the father, the judge, the prosecutor said to the judge, God, did you not say that the soul that sins shall die? Did you not say that all have fallen short of the glory of God? Did you did not say that they will spend an eternity in hell? And God the judge said, yes, I did say it. Well, I want to say today that Raymond Gordon is guilty. He's guilty of subversion. He's guilty of his speech. He's guilty with his mind. He's guilty of his heart. He's guilty uh, with his mouth. He's guilty. And God said, uh, well, Mr. Prosecutor, you are right. The soul that sins shall die. It was me standing in front of a holy judge. Do I have a witness? But just when God the Father was bringing my sentence down, 
and sending me to hell. The courtroom doors flew open. And a young 33-year-old lawyer came in the courtroom with two assistants and was walking towards the bar. Somebody said, who are his two assistants? Somebody said, goodness and mercy. Do I have a witness? And the young lawyer went up to God the Father and put his hands in the air, showed him the nail prints that was in his hands. And God looked at the prosecutor and said, I throw this case out. Because when I see the blood, I'm going to pass over. Can I get a witness? And God said, whom the son have made free is free indeed. Can I get a witness? I'm free by the grace of God. I'm free because of the goodness of God. I'm free because of the guidance of God. I'm free because of the glory of God. I am free. Can I get a witness? Now let me let me let me have your attention. Once God set me free, how does it look for me to look at God and say, "Well, I'm going right back, and I'm going to fornicate. I'm going to I'm I'm, I'm going to sin. I'm going to move. I'm going to mess up." No, 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 no. Once the Son has made you free, you're free indeed. Your 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 desire is to praise His name. Your desire is to be committed. Your desire is to stay put. Your desire is not to keep moving around. Lord, thank you for setting me free. He freed me from fornication. He freed me. Can I get a witness? From cursing. He he freed me from running the world. He freed me from being slick. He freed me. Can I get a witness? Now if I'm going to free somebody else, I got to tell them, stay put. Stop moving. Stop matriculating. Stop planning. Just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The fellowship. The freedom of the fellowship. The joy of my salvation. Can I get a witness? I'm free. I said I'm free. I'm free. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your long-suffering. Thank you for years that the locusts have eaten. Thank you for restoring my soul. Thank you. Thank you. I dare you to stop moving. I dare you to stop planning. I I dare you to stop trying to get out of something and just be still and know that he is God. But they that wait 
upon the Lord. You got to wait on him. He shall renew their strength. Won't he do it, saints? He'll mount you up with wings like eagles. You'll run and not get weary. You'll walk and not faint. Can I get a witness? If you just wait on him, he'll fix your fractures. If you just wait on him, he'll bless your children. If you just wait on him, he'll make a way out of no way. If you wait on him, he'll give you power. I said power. I said power. He'll provide. If you just wait on him, say yeah. Say yeah. He's worthy. Say yeah. His majesty. His mercy. His medicine. He wants you in fellowship with him. Stop trying to fix your own fractures. You can't do it. Satan's lying to you. Satan's lying to you. Let the Lord lead you. Wait on him. Pray to him. Pour your heart out before him. And watch what God will do. He will give you a peace that passes all understanding. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Let's stand. As every his bowery eyes closed, if you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus is the Christ, Son of the living God. He came in flesh, incarnation. He was crucified, dead and buried, rose again the third day with all power in his hands. He's God's only begotten son. You got to cry out to be saved. Is there one this morning you want to be saved? Do you want to join the Church of Christian Experience? Is there one? Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Is there another? These are the last days. You need to come out. You need to come out. Is there another? I'm going to ask the person to come up. I'm looking. Come on. Is there another? Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Right here. Right here. Stand here. Praise Jesus for this family. Stand there. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, stop moving. Stop moving. Be still and know that he is Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for the Apostle John. Thank you for this day. Help us to stop moving. 
Help us to be still, trusting you and you alone. You've already worked out the situation. You have already called our children and grandchildren back. You have already dealt with our fractures and our problems. Help us to stop moving. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Pastor loves you. God bless you. You are dismissed. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form.